Welcome to the AVA Journal Legal Rebels podcast, where we talk to men and women who are remaking the legal profession, changing the way the law is practiced, and setting standards that will guide us into the future. One of the biggest and longest-running legal technology shows in the country, ABA Tech Show, is right around the corner. From March 1st to 4th, thousands of lawyers, legal professionals, and vendors will descend upon Chicago to talk about technology. Whether it's the neophyte looking to learn about the basics of Windows, Apple OS, or Microsoft Office, or the seasoned veteran hoping to supercharge their practice with the latest, most advanced programs, Tech Show offers something for everyone. It's also a way for people to exchange ideas, like using technology to improve the access to justice gap in this country, whether legal ethics rules should be modified to allow for new types of law firm structures, and how cutting-edge technology like ChatGPT or the metaverse could affect the practice of law. But mostly it's a chance to meet up, have fun, and enjoy being part of a community of people who believe technology can be a force for positive change in the legal industry. My name is Victor Lee, and I'm Assistant Managing Editor with the ABA Journal. And joining me on today's episode of the ABA Journal Legal Rebels podcast is Guy Sakalakis. Guy is co-chair of the Tech Show 2023 Planning Board, and he is also the founder of AttorneySync, a digital marketing agency for lawyers to help them grow their practices. Welcome to the show, Guy. Victor, thank you so much. So grateful to be here. And what a wonderful lead-in for Tech Show. Really, I think you really <laughs> hit some really great points. Uh, so nice job. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. So obviously, I just gave the really, really, really quick, quick version of your bio. Can you tell us a little bit more about yourself and your background? Sure. So I was a uh, practicing lawyer at a small plaintiff's firm for a hot minute. And this is, you know, 2005-ish, date myself. And just having a lot of conversations with lawyers about how to get online and use the web to grow their practices. And there was just a lot of resistance to it. And so it was funny. It was kind of on a dare. We started Attorney Sync in 2008. Uh, and the idea really was just to bring more transparency and accountability uh, to the digital marketing space for lawyers. And I've uh, been grateful to to do that now for, oh my gosh, coming up with, I don't know, around 13, 14 years. Gotcha. So, um, I mean, you talked a little bit about about like tech and whatnot, but I mean, what was it that kind of drew you to the tech portion of of, of the practice of law? Like, what, what was it that kind of made you decide, okay, well, besides the dare, of course, obviously, you know, <laughs> who, who can resist a good dare, right? But I mean, what, yeah. what was it that kind of drew you to that part of, uh, of the practice? Well, to be honest, I mean, it was really just like the the opportunity because of the gap between what we saw a lot of lawyers doing and, and thinking about. And, you know, to look to lawyers' defense, we've come a long way since 2008. Um, you know, we, we witnessed the... <laughs> resistance to cloud technologies. Um, but, but that really is what kind of drew me to it was, you know, hey, there's an opportunity here to actually make these law practices, you know, both function better, but also uh, enable their growth. And, um, you know, that's a, kind of the intersection of what we try to focus on. Gotcha. When did you first start going to Tech Show? Gosh, you know, I was reflecting back on that. I actually um, had the opportunity to write uh, an article uh, for the ABA on Tech show. I was thinking back, and I believe it was 2012 was my first show, oh. and um, I was actually it was I think it was through uh, Aaron Street of Lawyerist, uh, now Lawyerist Plus Affinity, uh, that introduced me uh, and said, "Hey, you should come to this tech show thing." And uh, you know, I was I, as I was reflecting on this, I was I was kind of skeptical in general. I, mean, I was in Chicago, but I was like, "Legal tech? Like, there's a whole show for this?" And um, <laughs> you know, here we are now. Just demonstration of how naive I was. Yeah, I think my, my first show was 2014. And of course, I've to cover it, obviously, for, for the journal and whatnot. But um, 
that was my first year and 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 you know it was definitely an eye opener for me. I mean, as far as I mean, I'd been to tech tech conferences before, like Legal Tech ALM's version of, of the mm-hmm. show, but you know, but it was definitely an eye opener for me just because of like you know the activity, the hustle and bustle, and just also you know I find that also with tech show, you know, there's a, a more wide range of of interests, a wide range of people. There's not like a focus, a heavy focus on a specific area or whatnot. But just with tech show in, in general, like, so what was it about tech show that, you know, that made you keep coming back to, um, you know, wanting to come back in and eventually joining the planning board? Yeah, ultimately, it's the people. I mean, that's why, you, you know, essentially, you already nailed it, but it's a community. And um, I even remember as a, uh, just getting introduced to the tech show community, so, so welcoming, uh, so much knowledge, uh, you know, you hit on this point, too, that I think is so important and is more unique to tech show is, is like, you really get people in all different parts of the legal technology law practice ecosystem. You know, you get the lawyers that are actually practicing and using the technology and trying to uh, implement technology to improve, uh, you know, both their management and marketing of their firms. You get the expert consultants that help lawyers implement that and learn and, and how to use the technology. And so that knowledge base is there and, and, you know, the experts and you get PMAs from around the country show up, um, practice management advisors uh, from state bar associations. Uh, and then you get the legal tech creators themselves, which I think is such an interesting thing because you get an opportunity to sit down with the actual product people that are building this stuff, provide feedback, ask questions. And then to me, that's the real magic of tech show. It's seeing the conversation between the, the practitioner the expert that's helping and the person building the actual technology itself, coming together, having those conversations, learning from each other. It's really magic because you're, you get to see how products are shaped uh, for the benefit of law practice. And so I think that's one of the most exciting parts about it. Gotcha. So 2012, so this will be what, your 11th? Or 12th? 12th I think it's 11th. Yeah, I think it's 11th. Because I I thought when I was reflecting, I was like, is this the 10th anniversary? Because, oh, how cool is that story that I'm now the (laughs) co-chair after my my 10th anniversary? But I think it's technically the 11th. Yeah. So uh, how would you say the show has changed in your time, you know, going to the show and whatnot and all all these years? Yeah, I think we're always trying to innovate. You know, every board comes in and adds, you know, a little bit of some new things. I think our goal has been to to try to... uh, you know, create more space for those serendipitous conversations um, so that it's not just, you know, there's there's great learning opportunities at Tech Show. There's lots of CLE. It's a great way to, to knock out some CLE if you have to do that. But um, we also really wanted to create a lot of space for that community to really blossom and grow. And for the relationships that you form at Tech Show, uh, finding ways to continue those relationships and creating space for those relationships uh, at the show. Um, I think the other thing too, you know, the technology is always changing. And so that's, that's really an exciting thing too, because if you've been coming to the show, you know, regularly, you really got, got a window and front firsthand look at the evolution from like some of the, the early uh, technology and, and how that's evolving. And there's always something new there. So, you know, some of the most cutting edge stuff you, you mentioned, when we, we had lots of sessions on chat GPT. In fact, uh, I think we're planning on some dedicated workshops on chat GPT because that's the, the hotness right now. But metaverse conversations, litigation technology, marketing technology, all of that is constantly changing. And so, you know, really tech shows brand new every single time. You know, look, you've got your stalwarts that that always show up, you know, both from a uh, exhibiting as well as a, um, you know, some of the people that have been around tech show, the tech show community for a long time. But you got a lot of new folks there, new technology every single year. And so, that's the thing that really changes the most is what's watching that technology advance. Before we continue, let's take a quick break for a word from our sponsor. 
If you're like me, you're probably a bit frustrated with the state of our political system today. Democracy Decoded, a podcast by Campaign Legal Center, examines our government and discusses innovative ideas that could lead to a stronger, more transparent, accountable, and inclusive democracy. Listen at democracydecoded.org to their new season, which takes a deep dive into democracy at the state and local level by highlighting different ways to ensure that every voter's voice is heard. Filing court documents, serving legal papers, collecting electronic signatures, all critical parts of the litigation process, yet ones that are time-consuming and error-prone. But what if you could do more straight from your case or document management software? InfoTrack automates data entry, document selection, tracking, and information syncing across all these core tasks and more by integrating with your core systems like Clio, Smokeball, Leap, MyCase, and others. Spend more time on substantive legal work and less time on busy work. Learn how simple it can be at infotrack.com simple. And we're back. So let's talk specifically about this year's show. Uh, do you have any preliminary attendance figures for me? Like, will it be a packed house? We actually um, exceeded our budget goals and uh, feeling really good uh, about uh, really on all fronts from participation by, from exhibitors and sponsors uh, to registrants from attendees and, and really, really uh, proud and grateful uh, for the faculty that we've assembled for this show. Okay. What are some new things that we can expect from this show? I mean, I, one thing I noticed is that... Um, 1660 is on Friday night instead of Saturday morning, uh, and there are two keynotes instead of the usual one. Are there any other new features or changes from previous years? Uh, those are really the uh, the main ones. I mean, our because it's an in-person show, and we really feel strongly that the the tech show experience is, is best had in person. Again, it's that those face-to-face connections, it's those relationships that you build, and so uh, the whole show is really built around that idea of bringing people together to have those conversations. So. Uh, as you mentioned, we're switching to a two keynote panel theme. Uh, we're going to have keynote panels in the mornings of both days. The first one's uh, Visionaries of Legal Tech. So we've got actual uh, lawyer, entrepreneur, legal technology uh, people who have lived that journey going from practicing into uh, deploying legal tech to actually building their own. Uh, so I think that's going to be a very exciting conversation. And then uh, another thing that you mentioned during your intro, which I thought was fantastic, you know, Technology and some of the issues and solutions, it's not just a technology solution, right? So like Access to Justice is a great example of that. Um, and so we're going to actually have a uh, simulated public hearing on Friday morning on the uh, issues of uh, revising rules 5.4 and 5.5 um, relating to you know ownership and structure of law firms and different ways you might be able to deliver legal services. So I think that's going to be really interesting. And again, the idea there is, is not to have a debate uh, about it, but to uh, explore uh, ways of, that we might be lawyers might be able to solve for some of these things uh, with some regulatory reform uh, on the uh, agenda. So I think that's going to be interesting. But the other thing, too, is, is that we really wanted to provide opportunities for the exhibitors to interact with attendees beyond just, you know, talking at the booths. Uh, the exhibitor hall is always a really exciting, energy filled spot. Uh, we're going to do some socializing uh, actually on the exhibitor floor on Thursday evening. And then we're going to have dueling pianos on Friday night. And we're inviting everybody uh, that is in the, um, you know, who's got a, a ticket for uh, the full ticket for the show. 
uh, to come to that. And we'll, the exhibitors will also be invited to that on Friday night. So again, just really trying to facilitate interactions and conversations between that entire ecosystem of, of players in the legal tech ecosystem. Gotcha. Yeah, I looked at the schedule and actually, uh, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to those two, two keynotes. I thought they were very interesting, just, just with the, um, yeah, like sort of like, yeah, like the mock aspect of, of the regulatory hearing, and then, and then, and then also the, um, the panel of, of innovators that you talked about. Um, but you know, you talked a lot about socialization and, and, and whatnot. So, obviously, the last last year's tech show was in person, but there was still like a hybrid element, and you know, COVID was still kind of on people's minds and whatnot. And obviously the year before it was, it was, it was completely remote. So was that move to like, try to increase socialization and try to like, get back to like, you know, having people like, you know, kind of meet and enjoy each other's company and talk and that kind of stuff. Was that sort of a reaction to the last couple of years? Yeah, I think in part, I mean, the tech show tradition was, it was always in person, uh, like, you know, a lot of conferences were before uh, the pandemic. And, you know, we, as you mentioned, we did, I was on the board when we did remote, I was on the board when we did hybrid. And um, I think really where we landed was the best experience is that in-person experience. And the law practice division, they've got a lot of online and remote accessible resources, including webinars, and there's a bunch of publications, there's the reports. And so we really felt strongly that uh, the in-person experience is what we wanted to prioritize and really build around that. And that's not to say that there are ways to do hybrid really well. But, you know, when you take into consideration uh, all a variety of different factors relating to uh, how the show works, uh, it really made the most sense to all of us and to really stick with the in-person and to, to build energy around, you know, being able to be together. And look, we, we recognize that some people might not be comfortable to make the trip. Uh, we encourage them to check out the other resources at uh, Law Practice. And that doesn't mean down the road maybe it won't be hybrid, but this year we really wanted to say, hey, look, tech show's back. Uh, the tradition of tech show being in an in-person event is back, and that's what we wanted to build the excitement around. Gotcha. Uh, so, other other than that central theme, I mean, were there other themes of the shows? I know some shows have tried to use a, use like a central theme, some shows haven't. Uh, but are there any central themes that you that, that you guys are hammering home for this year's show? It's really just the coming together. It's the coming together of of the people and the technology. You know, that's what I think really makes tech show shine is that community aspect to it. Because, you know, a lot of the other shows, you know, whether they're like more like a user conference or they're for a specific segment of the legal community, you know, tech show is really platform agnostic. You know, all of the uh, players are are welcome. You know, it, I think it probably tends towards more solo and small firm uh, practitioners. But, you know, it's really that whole ecosystem. It's all the people that that live at that intersection of law, law practice, and technology, and uh, that's one of the things that I think is, is really the the real value of Tech Show and, and being a part of that community and getting to know the people in that community. I mean, it pays huge dividends in terms of both improving your practice, but also networking and, and business development, and, and really exploring opportunities that you might not even have realized were a part of your future. Again, I think the stories of of practitioners coming to Tech Show. Uh, becoming experts and then creating their own technology. Like that's a really, really cool story and, and part of the tech show tradition and community. Gotcha. And it seems like the last couple of years, people, at least one area of practice technology that they were really focused on was remote working tools or cloud cloud devices, things that could allow people to collaborate without being in the same physical location. And then, and then obviously, you know, there's still some of that, but then this year, you know, you have, like you said earlier, chat GPT and metaverse that is on a lot of people's minds. What are some other things that, that you're hearing from, you know, either the people you talk to or the people on the planning board or whatnot as areas that people want to want to know more about and want to talk more about? 
Yeah, I mean, that's the other challenge of putting the show together is because uh, we serve such a wide swath of the legal technology community, you know, we still have all the core concept stuff on there. So if you're if you're really coming because you want to learn um, some of the, you know, the core practice fundamentals and your your core, you know, your word processing and that kind of stuff, we have that. That's available at Tech Show. Um, if you're on the cutting edge, if you're like, hey, I want to learn learn about blockchain and metaverse and chat GPT and the different contexts that uh, AI is playing in law practice, we've got that too. And then we've got kind of the more the mainstream. So, you know, the practice management, the marketing uh, technology, marketing track. I mean, you know, again, I'm biased. I'm, I'm a marketing person. I'm also the, in addition to the co-chair, I'm the head of the um, marketing track. But you know, being able to integrate systems uh, between your front end marketing metrics, like how do you actually build a brand to implement the technology to track that all the way through to how do you implement, you know, moving those, um, you know, potential clients to clients and managing them. Those are the topics that that are just so, to me, they're, they're like always evolving and they're always at Tech Show. And that's the nice thing about it is, is that whether you're a beginner uh, you're just there to brush up on some of your core skills or you're on the cutting edge. There's something for you uh, at Tech Show uh, to learn. And now let's take a quick break for a word from a sponsor. Delegate out those tasks that take up your time. Staffy can help you with your legal, administrative, marketing, and even client-facing workload. Hiring Staffy's top-notch bilingual virtual staff means Staffy does the recruiting, hiring, and training for you. Then, if you need a change, Staffy handles it. You get to concentrate on your strategic work. Schedule a free consultation at staffy.cc. That's S-T-A-F-I dot C-C and get $500 off with code HAPPY24. And we're back. So for anyone who's ever been to Tech Show can tell you, it can be very overwhelming, even to people who have been there many times. I myself still find, I find it that it can be a little overwhelming as far as the people there, the ideas being thrown around, you know, all the different tracks and everything like that. So let me lay out some scenarios for you and, and you can try and guide me as best you can. So let's say I'm a total neophyte. Like I, I, don't, I can barely use Word. Maybe I use email, but I'm not quite like a power user or anything like that. How would you suggest I plan my schedule at Tech Show so that I could get the most out of the show? It's a great question. And we've, we've heard this feedback, you know, over years as, as a board member, and this is always a challenge. And uh, this is going to apply probably to all of uh, your uh, tech show attendee personas, but get a hold of one of our concierge uh, folks. They'll be wearing uh, brightly colored shirts and they'll be floating around the show. So in the past, this is one, this is actually an interesting change. Um, we've had a concierge booth uh, where people could go for, you know, help if they had questions, they needed to find something anywhere from, you know, where's the restroom all the way to, Hey, I need some help with trying to figure out this technology. We're actually now going to have, those folks roaming all around the show. So grab, get one of those folks, flag them down. Another place and a place that those folks will probably end up sending you is as is part of the uh, bookstore on the expo hall floor. We're going to have the Legal Technology Resource Center has really stepped up and we're going to have an Ask the Experts um, essentially booth down there where you can actually go. It's, it's going to be a centralized place where there'll be you know all sorts of experts, practice management advisors, uh, that you can ask specific tech questions and they'll help you navigate the show and help you navigate some of the, you know, the, the sessions and some of the vendors. So I think that that's going to be a great resource for uh, not just new attendees, but for attendees, really all attendees. 
So then next scenario, let's say that I'm somewhere in the middle, like I use some tech in my practice, maybe a practice management program, or maybe some cloud software. But you know, I would like to maybe supercharge my practice or maybe learn about some more advanced things, but I'm not quite sure where I fit in. So how would you suggest that I plan my schedule so that I would get the most out of the show? Yeah, I would, I would check out the grid and start thinking about the, the, the whole show is organized by tracks. So the tracks, um, you know, try to track some, some common themes and the, the, really the pillars of law practice division. And so, you know, it really comes more to get down to looking at the sessions and seeing what looks interesting to you and then leveraging, you know, my, this is the other thing too that always happens because you get overwhelmed, you start running into people or start having conversations and you start missing sessions. Um, which, I, which again, I think is, you know, can be okay. If that's, if you're getting the most value out of those conversations, stick with them. But, you know, if you need CLE, that's another thing you, they, they'll be in the program and on the app, but get on the app and you use the notification settings on the app to actually uh, plan your sessions out so that you know where to be and when. Because even myself, having done this now for so long, you get overwhelmed by it, you start missing stuff, and then it just becomes like a dominoes where you're like, oh, now I wanted to be over here. I'm supposed to be over here. So leverage the app is my best advice and start making those. Uh, you, you can also, you should be able to um, actually uh, network with folks. And so the other thing I always tell people to do, in addition to the sessions, uh, start make be conscientious about meeting people that you know. Uh, so if someone that you know is going to tech show, you know, start having those conversations now, whether you're going to try to join a taste of tech show dinner um, or if you're going to plan on meeting up at a particular event, the, the scheduling is the whole trick to a show like this because it is so big and be so overwhelming. Uh, at least that's my experience. You know, some people they, they like to just kind of wander around. I think that's great too. But I'm, I find the most value out of like being very uh, proactive and mindful about scheduling in the app and then also doing some, um, some preliminary outreach so that, uh, you know, the folks that you really want to meet or the folks you really want to get uh, to see, you know, if they're old friends, that you schedule some of that time. Gotcha. And then finally, let's say, let's say I'm a regular attendee, like I know everybody or I know most people, and my, my practice is already pretty, you know, pretty juiced with technology and whatnot. Like maybe I'm not the mayor of Tech Show like, like you or Patrick Palace, but you know, I know my way around. I know people. And I, and I understand most of the, um, the issues and whatnot. So how would you suggest that I would plan my schedule in order to get you know, get the most out of tech show in that sense. Well, I would probably invite you to participate in the LTRC <laughs> uh, expert, ask an expert area. But, but again, I think a lot of it too is, it, even for the veterans, there's so much value in attending some of the workshops, like actually like applying uh, what, you, what you might know. And another thing I'll tell folks is, don't be surprised, even for the experts, there's probably stuff that you still need to learn. And so, you know, maybe you go to more of a, you know, fi find those sessions that, you know, you're like, hey, I, I know this person is the expert on this, even though I'm pretty uh, strong on this stuff, like maybe it can't hurt to, to brush up. But, but again, I think the biggest thing, if you're, a, if you're a veteran of Tech Show, like, please don't hesitate to help out. We love that community aspect of, um, you know, helping guide new attendees, uh, you know, meeting new folks. I, again, I think that that's, that's really valuable, whether it's your first show or your 11th. Gotcha. So one, one common complaint, or not complaint, I guess, one common thing that I hear from people who, who go to tech show, you know, regardless of what their level of experience is, is, you know, they get hit with all these ideas, uh, all these concepts, uh, and, you know, they're, they're raring to go. They're like, okay, I got all these tips for how I'm going to, you know, how I'm going to supercharge my practice. I have all these ideas. I have all these models I can look at. I, can, I have all these programs I know about now. But then once you get back to actually your office or, 
you know, you get back to your home office or whatnot, then you just get paralyzed. You're like, okay, now what do I do? Now what do I do? Like, I have all these ideas, but I don't know where to start or I don't know, you know, what, what that first step is. So how would you recommend that they actually execute on some of the ideas or some of the themes or some of the concepts that they learn at Tech Show? Yeah, it's so hard and it's so difficult to make a blanket statement, but I would say this. I, I think less is more oftentimes, like really focus in on those priority places where, you, where you've learned that technology can have a, a really meaningful impact. Um, you know, there's so many shiny objects and it is so easy to get lost in all of this tech, but like really prioritize, um, you know, certainly practice management, CRM uh, and intake. If you don't have those locked down, so you've got you know, great responsiveness to potential client inquiries, um, intake, and then basic matter management. Like those are the things that I'd be prioritizing and not to get, you know, super overwhelmed by anything. Like really, you know, take great notes, tend the sessions, have those conversations, uh, but really, you know, narrow it down to the top priorities. And then again, if you get overwhelmed, that's kind of the great part about Tech Show because again, you've got uh, consultants there that help with actual implementation. You've got product people uh, from the actual tech companies there uh, that support the products. And so building those relationships so that when you go to, you know, get your customer support from whatever software you're using, or you've got a consultant that you can call up, that's why the relationships there are so valuable because you can leverage that expertise in the implementation after you leave the show. Gotcha. And then finally, uh, I mean, tech show is not just all business and all learning. Tech show is fun. And you, and you you talked about some things like that uh, that are being planned and some 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 usual stuff that people can do. But if you want to have a good time, you want to unwind a little bit after like a day of like learning about ideas or or, or talking about high level stuff. Uh, what are some things that you would recommend, or what are some things that uh, you, you would like to talk about? Yeah, so I'll, of course I'll highlight the tradition of Taste of Tech Show. It's an opportunity to sign up for a you know conversationally organized dinner. Uh, those signups are available should be available. Thursday night, on, make sure you're on the expo hall floor. We're going to make that a much more uh, social, uh, big highlight social time of Tech Show, which is new. Friday night, dueling pianos. So, so for those that have the full passes, uh, you know, an opportunity to have some fun. Uh, 1660 is going to roll right into, you know, we're going to be opening up to uh, cocktails uh, and, um, you know, some other uh, juice options uh, on Friday night. But Really no downtime. So 1660 is going to roll right into the dueling piano session. So I encourage folks to check that out. And then, of course, for those that are really like the, the diehards, you know, the show really, the soft show uh, opening is Wednesday night with Startup Alley. And again, it really does set the tone for the entire week. So um, if you can make that in the opening and all of the receptions, those are the places that you can really take advantage of, of the fun opportunities. And then, of course, there's a bunch of things that happen that are like not tech show official, uh, but keep your ears to the ground for, um, you know, other types of parties that emerge. Sometimes different uh, companies will will sponsor parties. And so uh, those aren't official tech show things, but they're kind of part of the tech show tradition. So I'd mention them. And if you're a new attendee, like I said, start, you know, making those connections to, to stay abreast of the those opportunities. Gotcha. And so finally, to wrap up, if our listeners out there want to talk to you or get in touch with you about tech show, but then or other or, or marketing or anything like that, or just issues related to tech, what's the best way to do so? Yeah, you can always um, email me, gyi at attorneysync.com, attorneysync.com. I'm also uh, fairly active on social media. And if you just type my long name in, you'll probably find all sorts of ways to get a hold of me. But happy to talk technology, law practice, or coffee, really anything. Uh, so 
uh, feel free to reach out with any questions. Great. And uh, I look forward to seeing your tech show in wow, a few weeks now. <laughs> I know we're down to 19 days. Uh, Victor, this has been a pleasure. Thanks so much. Really appreciate it. And uh, see you soon. See you soon. If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to hear more, please go to your favorite app and check out some other titles from Legal Talk Network. In the meantime, I'm Victor Lee, and I'll see you next time on the ABA Journal Legal Rebels podcast. If you'd like more information about today's show, please visit LegalRebels.com, LegalTalkNetwork.com, subscribe via iTunes and RSS, find both the ABA Journal and Legal Talk Network on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn, or download the free apps from ABA Journal and Legal Talk Network in Google Play and iTunes. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. Thank you.